0: The Healing Word program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Live, in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday.
1: Some of you are going through some hard times right now. And I pray, I really do, that God will help you to hear this message and to learn how to trust God.
0: Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus.
1: This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We're going in the sanctuary at the Largo Community Church, and I have a special message on trust. It's about trusting God. The Holy Spirit has spoken to my heart, and I'm giving to you. I believe in a very prophetic way what the Holy Spirit has given to me. It'll help you grow in Christ, live a victorious, overcoming life. You will know joy even in adversity. That's the title of the message, Trusting God in Adversity. The Apostle Paul said, I know the one in whom I have trusted, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Friend, there's going to be adversity. Uh, Now, in the future, in your personal life, in your home life, family life, there's going to be adversity. But trust God. Believe God. Trust is a deep reliance on the Lord. It's a settled confidence. Come with me into the sanctuary and hear this message. Let your faith soar. Let it grow strong. Trust God, and God will bring you through any and every adversity. Trusting God in adversity. One of our classes adult classes had a bible study and they used the book written by jerry briggs trusting god it was a great study i have a copy of the book an excellent book on how to trust the lord how to put your trust in god now through the years i've been studying trust how do we put our trust in the lord i've been asking myself some hard questions like this Jack Morris, do you trust God? We sing trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but trust and obey. But am I really trusting God? Well, I want to. I hope I am. I'm trying to. But do I really know when I'm trusting God? Do I really have a good definition of the word trust? How do I know... I'm trusting God when I don't even have a definition of the word. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit today. And I'm going to do what I can by the help of the Holy Spirit to help us to know how to trust God in adversity. Now, in the preface of Jerry Briggs' book, Trusting God, he writes these words. It comes right out of the Bible. They're not inspired by the Holy Spirit, but I think they are, maybe. Listen to this. All of us experience adversity at different times and in varying degrees throughout our life. Isn't that basically what the Bible says? Jesus, in the world, you'll have tribulation. You'll have adversity. You'll have hard times. It isn't always going to be smooth. Didn't Jesus tell us that? Try to help us to get ready for The hard times when they come. What to do when the hard times come. How to trust God in the hard times. Don't raise your hand on this one. But some of you are going through some hard times right now. And I pray, I really do, that God will help you to hear this message and to learn how to trust God. And the Holy Spirit will navigate you through that difficult time that you're in. Now some of you, some of us, hard times are up ahead. If you live just a little bit longer. For we go from hard time to hard time. But we have the Lord to help us if we trust him. Let's find out what it is to really trust God. There's a lot said about trust. We have an American motto. What is the American motto? Anybody? In In God we trust. The 84th Congress adopted that motto the uh, it was a joint resolution that was adopted by the 84th congress in 1956 dwight d eisenhower was president he approved it and the very next year in god we trust was printed on paper currency and then shortly thereafter it's on every every coin every paper currency um Every day, you and I touch those words. Every day, you handle money. Every day. Just about every day, at least. But day after day after day, all lifelong, with these two hands, your fingerprints are all over those words when you touch that nickel or dime or dollar. In God, we trust. There are a number of states that have those words On the license plates. All right, here's the definition of trust. Here it is. Trust is a deep reliance on the Lord, a settled confidence in God's care and faithfulness to His Word. A deep reliance on the Lord. That's more than a motto, a slogan. A settled confidence in God's care. And faithfulness to his word. So here's the hard question I've been asking myself, and I hope you will ask yourself that question too. And that is, am I trusting God? Simply meaning, is God in control of the events of my life? I want you to think about it. Is God in control of the events of my life? I'm going to talk a lot about myself today. I'm going to talk about myself more than I should talk about myself. But I want you to think about yourself and your family and, and relate. There are major tra- catastrophes that have happened in my life and I'm sure in yours also. Major catastrophes. I'm going to name a few of them. I think of my sister and brother-in-law being killed on the Baltimore Beltway. I've told you about it before, a number of years ago. I was maybe 28 or 29. She was only 26 at the time. Instantly killed. Two children in the back seat. Both of the children went through extensive surgeries. They lived, the children. But Grace, my sister, and her husband, Jimmy, both of them instantly killed. We walked into the funeral parlor. There's the wife. There's the husband. We go out and we get in the hearse. Uh... Get in the limousine, there are two hearsts in front of the limousine, one with my sister in it, one with her husband in it, my mother, Corinne, myself, others. We were in the limousine behind the, the hearst. And just before the hearst pulled off to take us to the cemetery, my mother turned to me and she said, Why did God allow this to happen? I about gulped. And then she really put it to me. You are the minister in the family. You know theology. You know the Bible. Tell me. Then she started quoting scripture to me. She said, the Bible says if a child honors his or her parent, God will give that child long life. Your sister was only 26. She honored her father and her mother Where's her long life? Is the Bible true? What am I going to say? And then the hearse pulls out the two hearse, and we pulled out and followed. A major catastrophe. Friends, things happen in this life. I think of my dad dying of cancer at age 49. Curd's dad died of cancer at age 42. I think of my cousin Ronnie Stanley, Reverend Ronnie Stanley. He's now crippled with a cane, has difficulty speaking, a pastor all his adult life. He drove his wife to the shopping center. He stayed in the car. She only had a little errand to run in this particular store, and she would be right out. So he sat in the car and waited on her and a very successful pastor had a beautiful singing voice he would sing he would also preach when she came out of the store and got in the car she looked at him and she said Ronnie what's wrong with you he had a major stroke in a matter of two or five minutes from she time she got out of the car went in the store came back out there he was he was in the hospital I don't know how many weeks. can't pastor anymore. Can't preach. Well, once in a while, he, a minister will ask him to preach and he will struggle through a sermon. He limps, he walks, can't talk. Why would God allow this to happen to one of his servants? A pastor who is so very, very faithful to the Lord. Has very little income now. Once in a while, we're able to send him some money. Lives in Pennsylvania. Major catastrophes. Then there are floods. There are mudslides. There are forest fires devouring houses. There are 16 little elementary, 17 elementary school children shot to death in an elementary school. Another church. Man goes in and shoots everybody to death with the exception of two people. One of them was the pastor's daughter in that church. Another church down south was bombed, and little girls were blown, blown up. Now, friend, I'm going to talk about trust. Can you trust God with the affairs and the events of your life? Things are happening and things will continue to happen. How do we trust God? There are smaller things, maybe a little more insignificant, the loss of a job, a rebellious child, a business adventure that fails, disappointments. And There's just a whole lot of small little irritations that cause you to worry, fume, fuss, be irritated. Anybody here get irritated easily? (laughs) You get irritated.
0: Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, I'd like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sayla entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing for a Donation of Any Amount. The book by Harold Sayla. What you need to know about healing is a reminder of what many have forgotten, that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sala is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, he combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours, and you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. Again, the book What You Need to Know About Healing can be yours for a donation of any amount to The Healing Word Ministries. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message
1: I want to talk about now just a few things that I have trusted to the Lord I, number one I have trusted my soul to God I truly have I started when I was just a little little boy I trusted my life to the Lord I got away from God and then when I became a teenager I gave my 14 or 15 I gave my heart back to the Lord I trusted God Trusted my soul to the Lord, meaning my heart, my mind, my intellect, my will, my entirety. I trusted to the Lord. I put my soul in God's hands, knowing that God was going to keep my soul because I know that I could not keep it myself. The problems, the difficulties, the temptations, the hardships, I can't keep my soul right with God, but God can keep me. And I put my soul into God's hands and God has kept me all these years for that. I am so very thankful and so very grateful. I've trusted my future to the Lord and only God knows what the future holds for any of us. We plan and we anticipate, but only God knows fully and completely. And God is never taken by surprise. You and I are, but not God. He knows us, and he knows our future completely. He knows us. This is our God. I've also trusted my family to the Lord. I'm married. You know, I've been married to Corinne for a long, long time. Wonderful wife. Wonderful marriage. Thanks be to God. Uh, I trusted my wife to God. When I say I trusted my family, I'm going to run down the list now. I trusted Corinne to God. I particularly trusted... That terrible accident that she had about six or seven years ago when the doctor told me if the brain didn't stop bleeding, he came out of the examining room and he said, You may lose her, or we may lose her. Talk about being frightened. Okay, now's the time to trust God. I'm standing there nearly scared to death. Just a few years ago, I'm pastor. I stand behind this pulpit every Sunday morning, just about. Or I do stand here even when I have a guest preacher. But not that many guest speakers. We may lose her. Thank God she was spared. She's still here. But she is suffering today consequences of what happened back there years ago. And I feel like saying, how long, O Lord, how long? Are you going to heal her? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. No one knows. But that's where trust comes in. I'm trusting God with the events of our life. But never one time, never one time in all those years, six or seven years ago, have I heard Corrine complain and ask, Jack, you're a pastor, why has this happened? Does the Bible have anything to say about falling and a brain bleeding and a doctor saying we may lose her? Never one time did I hear her say, I'm sad, I'm hurt, I'm disappointed, God let me down. One time I heard her say this, the devil knocked me down, but God picked me up. I did hear that. I did hear that. Friend, the devil... Is, is up to his old tricks. He's doing things to God's people. But we do not have to be victimized by that event. You see, by God's grace, I'm learning how to trust. I have some learning yet to do. But I'm learning. I'm on my way. Now, oh, we had a, a daughter, Rebecca. Rebecca wanted children. She had several miscarriages. Now, I believe in my heart that life starts at conception. That being the case, I have several grandchildren in heaven that I have never met. I'm going to meet them someday. She has some children there also. She's had some very difficult times in her marriage. But she's going to a Bible teaching church, a great pastor, and she loves the Lord and serving God. My son rebelled when he entered his teens, about 14 or 15 years old, we had a terrible time. It caused a lot of friction in the home. I'm trying to pastor a church and help other pa- parents with their children, and I can't even take care of my own. Talk about embarrassment. But God helped me and gave me grace, and I kept on. Friend, you don't quit. You don't quit. Anybody can quit. Anybody, but it takes God's strength and God's power, and He will give you that strength and He will give you that power no matter where you are and whatever your situation might be. God will be there. Today, my son is married to a Christian woman, he raised two Christian daughters, they go to a Bible teaching church. They loved the Lord, they tithe their income, he had stage 4 cancer, the Lord healed him, there is absolutely no trace of it today. Here's that rebellious boy that I couldn't control for a while, but he gave his heart to the Lord and he's been serving God faithfully all these years. Now I want to tell you something friends, this Largo Community Church has one of the greatest youth ministry programs that I know of anywhere around. And we have leadership here that is spiritual and on fire for the Lord. So get your kids involved in the leadership of this church, uh, in the youth of this church. God will bless them and God will help them and take them through. So I ask myself the question, am I equal to life's happening? No, I am not equal to some of the things that I've just mentioned to you. But I know him who is equal to the one who cares, who loves, who empowers, who keeps us going. When we can't keep ourselves going, he keeps us going. There's a scripture verse and it's on the screen now, 2 Timothy 1, 12. I want you to read it in unison with me. Come on, together. I know the one in whom I trust and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Yes, Jesus is coming again. Some of us may leave this world by way of death before he comes, but he's coming very soon. But I read those words and they comforted my heart so much and they do to this day. Paul, the apostle said, I know the one. I'm asking myself, I'm asking you, do you know the one I know? I I don't know about him. I, I don't know of him. I know him and I know he keeps his word and he honors his word. Remember the definition of trust, a settled confidence in God's care and his faithfulness to his word. I know the one who is that one whom I trust and I am sure that he is able. He has the power. Friend, how big is your God? He's bigger than I am. I'm so thankful for that. He's carried me through some deep places. And I'm sure he has you t- also carried you through some of those deep places. And I know he's able to guard what I've trusted to him. I trusted my wife to him. I trusted my son to him. I trusted my daughter to him. And I've trusted my soul to him. And he still has us right there in the palm of his hand keeping us going when some of the biggest, heaviest things have happened to us. But God is God, and he's our heavenly father, and he cares for us so greatly. I know it's knowledge from experience. It's not just head knowledge. I didn't read this in a book, this I know. I know from experience. I know his love because I've experienced it. I know his forgiveness because I've experienced it. I know how he has kept me. Through and my family through very difficult times because I'm still here standing before you and able to declare God is faithful. God is faithful, and he has carried us through his love, his saving grace, his power to keep, and I've entrusted it all to him, and only he knows what's up ahead, but I know this, he is God the Almighty. Jesus taught me to call Him Father. And I'm in Father's house today. In my heart, not only being in this building, yes, this is Father's house, but in my heart when I leave here and go and get in my car and drive away, I'm still in Father's house, and Father's house is in me because the Father is in me. What a Savior. What a
0: God. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. We invite you to attend the Largo Community Church in person this Sunday morning. We have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock, and God is blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. Social distancing rules and mass are still in place, so you can feel at peace in the large church sanctuary as you praise God with other believers. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at LargoCC.org.